So Monday announced to us that Silly Season had kicked off in a massive way when Alonso announced that he was going to Aston Martin. And as crazy as all of us F1 fans and everyone that I spoke to thought this was, it was nothing compared to what was to come. Thus, yesterday Alpine both announced that they were going to have Oscar Piastri in their car for 2023 and then were contradicted by who else but Piastri himself who said that he wasn't going to be there. All of this was absolutely crazy in a decision that essentially on Monday as far as we were aware was all but contracted and confirmed and the fact is it looks like there will be a legal battle to come now as Oscar is technically contracted as far as Alpine's concerned but not contracted as far as him and his manager Mark Webber is confirmed. So let's get you up to date on what's happening. We're going to tell you everything we know for sure and everything we think we know for sure that just ain't so. And let's do it right now. So we're going to bring you through what we know 100%, which is essentially a timeline for any of you that have just come out from under your rock and maybe don't follow F1 Twitter as close as some of us nerds like this guy right here. Let's just talk you through the timeline of events. So this all kicked off on Thursday when Sebastian Vettel announced his retirement after setting up an Instagram that had us all excited for Seb finally being on social media only to kill us all through the heart by telling us that he was going to use this very new Instagram account purely to retire. This meant that a seat had opened up at Aston Martin and Aston Martin said they would take their time make a proper decision for who would replace Sebastian Vettel. They did take their time, they took until Sunday night by all reports to lock in someone who would declare themselves the new driver Monday morning in a press release through Aston Martin and their own social media and it turned out to be none other than our beloved Fernando Alonso in a surprise to everybody. As no one saw this coming, we all just assumed it was a formality that he would stay at Alpine for at least another year. However, it seems like he got everything he wanted and also seems like there's a lot going on behind the scenes in Alpine that he wasn't particularly happy with. However, we'll get on to all of that a little bit later. This all happened on August 1st and his decision was made and contract signed on July 31st. It's important to note those dates and we'll tell you why a little bit later on. At this point, we then find out that Alpine had no warning that this was going to happen and that as far as they were concerned, like the rest of us, it was a formality that Alonso would re-sign with them over the summer break. Therefore, Alpine had no one else lined up and no other talks in place and simply just assumed now that they would go to their fallback position which was Oscar Piastri, Piastri being their reserve driver and also in a contract with them to be their backup driver should Alonso not be able to drive. That's another important piece to this puzzle that may come in later on. However, at this point, Otmar Snafnauer, who is the team principal at Alpine, ironically, who was pushed out of Aston Martin only months ago, was in talks with a lot of the press who were obviously contacting him, including Autosport. When he spoke to Autosport, he said that they would basically sign Piastri and that it was all more or less under control because they had him in a contract. He also admitted that Alpine had no idea that Alonso was gone and that they found out from the press release, not from Alonso himself. 
the plot thickens. However, he said some strange things such that Alonso was on a boat in Greece and hadn't heard from him. And he also said that he hadn't been able to get in touch with Mark Webber, who is the former Red Bull driver, but more importantly for this story, the manager of Oscar Piastri, and that he had heard nothing back from Piastri or Mark Webber. And given the time difference, it was just difficult for them to confirm, but they would have this lineup locked down in due course. A few hours later then, all of this is thrown out the window, and we think that everything settled down, and that the news that we got Monday morning was all locked into place as Alpine tweeted this lovely tweet to say that they had worked with Piastri over the last four years and that he would be joining Ocon in their lineup for 2023. There was some interesting wording in this press release, including the fact that they hadn't actually gotten a word from Oscar himself. Oscar also hadn't said anything on Twitter and the fact that they didn't say signed, they said promoted all made Twitter go into overdrive and conspiracy theorists run wild. And little did we know these conspiracy theorists for once would actually be proven right. This caused a lot of craziness, including WTF1's Matthew Gallagher to get a massive amount of people to kick off with the hashtag, where is Oscar Piastri? As there was no response from Piastri himself or from his manager, Mark Webber. And we found out why only a couple of hours later when Oscar Piastri took to Twitter to post and I quote, I understand that without my agreement, Alpine F1 have put out a press release late this afternoon that I am driving for them next year. This is wrong and I've not signed a contract with Alpine for 2023 and I will not be driving for Alpine next year. Of course, this set the F1 Twitter world alight and that's everything we know so far for definite. However, there's a lot more to this story in the background, and this is where we have to go into a rumor roundup to bring you the rest. So before I jump into all of these different things that we're hearing, some of them have been substantiated by fairly resourceful and well-known as well as reliable information on the web and in the F1 paddock and behind the scenes at different teams, along with motorsport journalists and pundits. However, do take all of it with a grain of salt because none of it can be 100% until the teams and drivers themselves actually confirm it. And let's say until Oscar maybe confirms it himself, given that Alpine themselves have become a little bit unreliable. So we know for a fact, before we jump into all these rumors, that Alpine themselves admitted that before Alonso had said that he was leaving, that Oscar was in talks with plenty of other teams. And two notable teams were, of course, Williams, and McLaren. So let's start with McLaren. The biggest rumor throughout all of this was that Oscar Piastri and Mark Webber had been in substantial talks with McLaren to manage to put Oscar Piastri into a seat for the 2023 season at McLaren. Now this would mean by all rights that obviously he would be taking Daniel Ricciardo's seat. And this is obvious given that Lando is their star signing and the driver who has been signed up until 2025, whereas Daniel Ricciardo is only signed through to the end of 2023. And therein lies the issue. They still have Daniel Ricciardo signed at McLaren until 2023. And we know from talks with Zach Brown over the last few months that the only one who can break that and the only one who has an option for a breakout clause at the moment is Daniel Ricciardo and that McLaren can't sack him based on performance. So how would we get a situation where Oscar Piastri jumps into that seat for 2023, 
especially given the fact that Daniel Ricciardo has said he wants to see out the contract and stick it through. Well, there are a couple of ways to break any contract. The first thing that Zach Brown can do, of course, is just pay out the contract for next year, which is estimated to be anywhere from 20 to $25 million. It could be less, that does seem a little bit high, but then Daniel Ricciardo was signed as a star driver back in 2020. So he could just simply pay off this 20 to $25 million. And this would simply say, well, we've paid you not to drive we've fulfilled your contract because the obligation on our side is simply to pay you and what we're going to do is pay you and not let you in the car for the rest of the season so you can go on your merry way now and find another team so basically daniel ricardo would be somewhat happy because mark weber and zach brown have essentially paid him his full fee not to drive for the year the other thing they could do is they could simply figure out something a little bit cheaper where they find him another drive at say williams or manage to get him into the alpine seat and pay him off a little bit less. That's another option that they could do. The other thing they could do by all rights is essentially go to court and say, we're not paying this because you haven't performed up to scratch. But it does sound like there would be no leg to stand on there as Daniel Ricciardo seems to have all of the performance clauses on his side of the contract. And this makes sense given that when he was signed, he would have been a massive talent for Zach Brown to sign and he couldn't have foreseen how poorly it would have gone for Daniel Ricciardo. So Daniel Ricciardo could be bought out and sent on his way to Alpine or for example, Williams. And even Marcus Ericsson has said that pass is a potential signing there. So this is the biggest rumor and the one that has been most substantiated by both F1 Twitter as well as a lot of the F1 pundits, motorsport journalists, and so on, they seem to be fairly sure that if there is anywhere that he's going, it is McLaren. Now, this would make sense for Oscar Piastri because realistically, why would he give up an Alpine seat to go to Williams when they are at the back of the grid and Alpine are fourth? I'll get to this a little bit later on. This could be the case. There could be a reason that he wants out of Alpine, regardless of where it sends him. And it could also be a case that he's looking at a longer term deal where he joins McLaren in 2024. And in order to do this, he needs to sign now and essentially leave Alpine. But this would point to the fact of more going on at Alpine. But let's get into that at the end of the video. The other two options for Oscar Piastri are Williams. And that would be a pretty easy job to do because if Oscar Piastri was able to wrangle out of whatever contracts he may have with Alpine that we'll discuss in a minute, that he would be offered a seat at uh, Williams fairly quickly by Jos Capito because compared to the likes of Latifi, who hasn't been confirmed, it would be a massive upgrade for the team. Therefore, this would be quite an easy one and really would depend on whether Oscar would want to go that far down the grid, or maybe he's seen something in Williams, like a long-term outcome here. It also would say that perhaps Williams is not gonna switch to Renault if that was to happen, given there's obviously some bad blood there. And let's be honest here, it would mean that Williams is on the up and up massively over the next while. Another option that Marcus Ericsson pointed out was perhaps given the Mark Webber connection, he would go to Alpha Tauri and go alongside Sonoda and be the primed position to take over from Sergio Perez when his contract ends in 2024. This is a bit of a stretch. However, given the fact that Red Bull did sign Sergio Perez from outside their pool only a couple of years ago, and the fact that Gasly is looking for a move to another team, and as much as he doesn't like Ocon, 
he could slide into the Alpine seat and this would cause a silly season runabout but would make sense for Piastri given the long-term benefits and the fact that the Weber connection is there. This could be possible, however, I think it's less likely than a McLaren buyout, if I'm honest. Now, before we jump into the contract side of things to run out the end of this video, let's quickly talk about why he would go to McLaren instead of Alpine. I see two reasons for this. One is that even though McLaren is currently running behind Alpine, they have been consistently growing for the last few years. And although they had a difficult start to this season, they had an amazing 2021 season and have been moving forward and forward and forward since 2017. And they seem to be a team that is just consistently making the right decisions, apart from maybe signing Daniel Ricciardo, but no one could have seen that coming, let's be honest. There is the situation that perhaps Oscar Piastri sees it as a better long-term decision, given that also this would put him into the pool of Mercedes drivers and a switch from McLaren to, for example, the Mercedes works team in the future when Lewis Hamilton retires would not be unheard of. On top of this, McLaren are investing heavily, whereas Alpine always comes with the problem that it is essentially a semi-state-run business and therefore has had ups and downs based on what's happening in the economy, much more so than the likes of McLaren or other teams on the grid that are privately held. And this also speaks to the fact that I wanted to get to, which is clearly there are some issues with Alpine here. And this is why I doubt that Daniel Ricciardo would just slip back into Alpine. Fernando Alonso left Alpine in what was considered to be a very unconventional way. He sprang it on them, didn't tell them, and essentially gave them the middle finger. And now with some of his cheeky Instagram posts seems to be kind of thumbing up the fact that Oscar has kind of done the same to them here. This all points to the fact that there's something going on in the background at Alpine that we're not privy to and points to the fact that perhaps Alpine is about to have some serious issues or that essentially they're lying to drivers about what they're able to do, but something, something is going on behind the scenes here. So clearly this doesn't seem like there is much confidence in Alpine, especially for a driver who hasn't even had his rookie season, such as Oscar Piastri, to doubt what they can do, and for Alonso who wanted to have a long-term drive there to walk away. Now on Alonso's side, I can see it more so happening because we know that Rossi, the CEO, was trying to push him to the sports car division for 2024, something that Alonso really didn't want to do. Given he's already won Le Mans, this seemed out of the question. So that's most of the rumors. However, there is one final thing that is still a rumor, although it has been confirmed by some press. It hasn't been confirmed by Piastri, Alpine, or anyone in the know themselves. And I can't seem to get from my sources whether or not this is true. And this is around the contract. And if this is true, it is the biggest middle finger from Alonso in the world. And that is the fact that Oscar Piastri's option with Alpine that would contract him for 2023 was expiring on July 31st slash the 1st of August. And by Alonso making this deal on the 31st of July and announcing it on the 1st of August, he basically gave Alpine no option over Piastri. It does make it sound a little bit more true given the timing of all this. However, there's been nothing to substantiate it. And given the fact that Alpine seem fairly confident that they've still got Oscar contracted, it does seem a little bit far-fetched. However, the fact that Oscar was able to come out and say, I will not be driving for them next year, makes him think that he's clear. So perhaps there is something to it. 
So that's everything we know so far about this Oscar Piastri madness or Piastri gate as it's become known. Do keep an eye on this channel. Do like and subscribe because we'll have lots more news about this coming soon. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you shortly.